Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussion on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, currently featuring Steven Universe, Gravity Falls, Marcos, Ladybugs, Stars, Rebels, Ruby, and Adventure Time. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Sam Quattro. Hey! And Delaney Stovall. You. Today, Sam Delaney and I will be discussing the latest episode of Steven Universe. Steven Universe is back. Woohoo! This episode is the answer. Um, this is the Monday of the Steven's birthday, Steven Bomb. We cover Steven Universe every week here in the, and every time it airs here on the Overly Animated Podcast. And Literally we're recording this immediately after the episode ended. We have seen Literally. it. Only, we've only seen it once. Literally. And we record it right after. Okay. Uh, OverlyAnimated.com is where you can find out everything about this podcast, but we got to talk about this. Um, so, I, okay, stepping back for a second, this is, it's hard, there's a lot of excitement about this and we're, get, we're probably going to gush about this, but this episode, but uh, for context, this has been, what, three, four months, has it, has it been that long since the show has aired? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and, since like October. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So um, the last two episodes we got were the beginnings of the barn arc, as uh, Ian Jones Quarterly has put it in a post since uh, since recently. Um, and he said, yeah, it starts starting with Back to the Barn. And then we had, um, I'm blanking on the second one, but uh, we had that one. And I think these last two episodes were two of the top five episodes <laughs> of the series. Um, I feel like you say that about every single episode. Yeah, no, but these actually were. Because the <laughs> these actually were the two most recent ones, too far. So like we're in an incredible run of quality here. Um, and now we're going into continuing the barn arc. For reference, I want, I'm going to have us try very hard to ignore that this is part of a Steven bomb because it doesn't matter and it was not planned like this. Yeah. Um, so we're continuing with the barn arc here, although this episode could have been placed anywhere, I think. Back to so, the barnyard. Yeah, so let's, no. let's talk about show? this. Uh, the answer all about the origin story of Garnet. Uh, Sam, what did you think of the answer? It was so cute. <laughs> it was so oh my cute. god, dude, it was so cute. Oh, oh I loved it. I, just, I don't know, I just, I'm, the Stephen Bond definitely were getting into, like, sort of <clears throat> what is going on with uh, homeworld stuff and like what the lore is i feel like well okay again ignoring the steven bomb though by the past three episodes oh my god the Dylan. past the past three episodes <laughs> we've been very we've had the more mythology reveals i think than any time in the series except for the season finale of let me rephrase that in this grouping of episodes that is happening this week okay <laughs> given from the previews okay well, yes i feel like it's gonna okay yeah anyway i really like that i like learning more about this stuff and it was so it was so cute, dude. Oh. Delaney, what did you think of the answer? Basically everything Sam said. It's one of those episodes you watch and like I always talk with my hands or do and like I was like fanning myself watching the episode, like squirming on the couch because it was so cute. It was just ridiculously cute. Um, I think it was a little um not what I expected for, you know, Garnet's, you know, grand backstory to be, but it's perfect, of course. And I am really excited for um for episodes like these where we get more mythology and it's and it's very subtle mythology it's not in your face it's just seeing scenes like this and seeing blue diamond you know sitting on a pelican a giant pelican and i don't even know that's the proper way to say that word yeah i but, know um, oh, yeah is she yeah, is, is yeah. she azula now is that what that is she is azula i was yeah. literally about <laughs> to say it's azula and to see more pearls and more rubies and it's just great 
Yeah, so this is this and, is the type. And it's of, always great to see Rose. Yes, we did. We did. That was like the secondary thing. Seeing Rose is usually the biggest deal of the yeah. week. But um, yeah, very hard. I to, thought it was a big deal. Very hard to evaluate this episode because we've seen it once. I need to see it like five more times to have a concrete understanding of everything that was revealed. I know this episode is very good. I don't know how good. Um, so I'm not gonna like try to rank it yet. But um, it's it was it was very good, and it continues this episode's uh, streak. Now we've had three incredible episodes in a row. My biggest thing with the show is inconsistent uh, critical quality, but we have not had that in a while. Uh, this I, I, I agree with Delaney, actually, that this um, episode still was subtle in its mythology world building, even though it was like a blatant flashback episode, which is pretty atypical for Steven Universe. Um, usually, like... It's it, usually things go more according to too far back to the barn where like they're just talking and they just happen to reveal stuff. Um, this time it's like, oh, look what happened 5,000 years ago, right? Uh, so this is kind of a first, I'd say, for... I mean, we've had a few episodes like this, but it's more about... It's more character-focused and it's less focused on the home world. Um, and this was kind of... Uh, this, is, this is a big... It's a big deal. Um, I think that because it's so different from what we usually get, it could that could be a... Uh, a negative uh a, a, like a, a differing thing that puts it away from the rest of the series do you think this still felt like an episode of steven universe even though it's like a flashback that took place six thousand years ago without steven well it's definitely not um i i would liken it to um, the the episodes about steven's dad where we yeah, go yeah. back like i don't it, dif- it didn't feel any different i don't think it was just I just enjoyed being shown and not told like tip, like, like you said, typically it's, they're telling us things about homeworld and, and it's really like blunt, just statement, but this, um, we got to see it. And a lot of it was communicated through the interactions between Ruby and Sapphire. And I think in that way, this is, can be, it's a bit more powerful and interesting to actually, and this is the first time we're seeing them inter we're seeing any gyms interacting in a homeworld in a kind of way like yeah we've seen jasper and things but this and how peridot is but this is the first time actually seeing like homeworld gyms interacting with homeworld gyms like in a homeworld setting and obviously they were on earth but like they were at like homeworld's camp i actually think this is um if we're gonna get into the hole you should uh show not tell your your story right or your things about your narrative like i i think this is closer to showing to telling not showing than the typical way that the show handles it which maybe sounds backwards but i think that the show so naturally integrates its um its its world building into into what happens that it's like closer to a natural progression of mythology reveal. This is more of a, uh, Oh, now it's Steven's birthday. We're going to like blatantly show this flashback. Um, so I think this is more in the dangerous, uh, tell not show area for me. Um, like I'm just such a huge fan of the way the past two hand episodes have handled, um, this, this shows mythology. Uh, so like, of course this is, this is much different. So I'm going to be more skeptical of this, but I think that what was so great about this was it was very focused on, uh, the origin story of Garnet and that, um, like subtle things like seeing blue diamond, all that wasn't super subtle. Um, just uh, for me, the big thing is like, we didn't know that homeworld gems just had never seen fusion between two separate types of gems. Um, and that, I feel like that was kind of integrated very well here. Uh, let's talk about that because that's, I feel like that's my big takeaway from, from, I mean, there's a a ton of takeaways, but in terms of things we didn't know about other than blue diamonds existence, which we like knew, but um there's another thing that i want to talk about there's i feel like two huge concepts here that we just have never seen before i feel like jasper in the season one finale made it seem like gems did fuse but just for combat 
Uh, well, I um, was actually, I had a conversation with a friend's mom. We were talking about Steven Universe and um, I, we were talking about, you know, the kind of like the oppression themes and things like that and like the persecution that the gyms go through. And I had always been my understanding that the problem with they ha- that Homeworld had with Garnet was because it was a prolonged fusion. Yeah, that, that the show the show definitely also gave that impression, right? Yeah, and so and this episode completely changes that. That it is there's a lot more going on than just a prolonged fusion, and that it completely like undermines like how Homeworld functions. So one thing to note here, and then I'll get Sam's take on this, is that this episode is five thousand seven hundred years ago. So things could have changed since then. I think that's important to note. Sam, what was did this kind of episode kind of distort your perception of how the Homeworld thought of gem fusion? Um. I don't know. Maybe, um, like you just said, how maybe things could change in that time period. <clears throat> maybe since uh, the big uh, battle war, whatever that happened, um, the homeworld sort of <clears throat> realized the strengths and weaknesses, well, strengths rather, of fusing two different kinds of gems than just one. You know, it's like combined, it's like different powers and stuff. So maybe <clears throat> that was something that uh, the the rebels, it's really funny. To think of them as rebels, but the uh, maybe that was something that the rebels were all doing besides Garnet, uh, and the homeworld was like, "Oh, wow, that's a that's a good battle tactic." We're also getting all the Star Wars stuff recently, so rebels well, is like they also so began, many um, They the homeworld started like Peridot, her experiments, like they they started to they started to force fusions. So it's i think that's also an, that's also something we have to consider that they took that and then of course i mean it's hard not to liken this to like you know war crimes like that's essentially what it would be you know the like you know the mad scientists and like nazi scientists and things that they would do and that's what essentially what peridot has come off as in the show is that you know the forced gym fusions and like what they're what homeworld has done so you think they've like experimented with this since then i would assume so like i would assume that's where this comes from it might be more recent like these developments as they become more and more desperate but i do think like that's what this comes from is that you know at first it's abhorrent and terrible to homeworlders and then of course naturally uh, science uh, air quotes in this show i don't know how they would describe it as science yeah magic and science yeah yeah well peridot always has come off as like the technician and like scientist kind of and how this has turned into you know like these crazy experiments and uh, forcing gym fusions. So, yeah, okay, so I think that this this episode, it's possible that they'll say after this that this episode like marked the time period of this marked like a change in perception of fusion for the home world. Like they finally saw two different gems fuse, and then that like opens up possibilities. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's all very much possible. My initial impression, I think of like, of course, this is like we've seen it once. It's right after the episode. I think what they're going for is that things have changed since this point, um, because yeah. this really does contradict yeah. what we know. So I think that. Uh, like you compare how Jasper talked about fusion in the fina- in season one finale to this, and it's very different. So I think that Lapis this fuse with me. Yeah, like yeah. she that uh, that you couldn't have seen her saying that in uh, in this setting in this episode. So yeah. I think that things have changed in five thousand years. God, can um, you imagine two Jaspers just like it's like a just, bigger Jasper? Yeah. What do you think wow. of that concept of only the sim only gems of the same type fusing? Um, and they just become it's a weird. Bigger, bigger version. It's and weird. They become a bigger version of themselves. And Ruby also presents it as like she doesn't lose herself in that. She's still just yeah. an individual, right? Well, it's because, and that, I think, that, and that goes back to everything we talked about with Pearl and like how these gems aren't themselves. Like they have that's a sect system, and they like they're all the same. Like they're all identical. It doesn't matter. They're like it's like a hive mind. Like, uh, like Dylan and I like to talk about the Brave New World. 
Uh, I've never read that book. I was in on yeah, English yeah. So in it's, school. Yeah, I think that's similar gems fusing is is interesting. I mean, we don't we don't have any similar gems to fuse, right? So we we wouldn't have seen that before. Maybe uh, someday. Well, I do you think it's interesting? Yeah. That, well, uh, yes, yes, I think it's interesting to get to this point to look to see things from Homeworld in that. And then to have this narrative where our favorite characters are the rebels and they're not the conformists and everything we know is I'm, I'm air quoting so hard right now. Like every other word is air quotes right now. And it's everything we know is wrong according to homeworld. And that everything we know about the show is from their like how homeworld would see as their skewed way of living. And I think it's interesting to go back and look and see what, like, it's it, it just it presents a different narration to the show. Yes, yeah, so like we're getting the the weirdos and like yeah. seeing the norm um, yeah. slowly, very slowly revealed what the actual norm is, um, and that's kind of this entire show. Uh, the yeah. other, so the other, I think we arrived at somewhat of a consensus on that. The other huge kind of revelation to me watching this was basically how Sapphire was acting like at the end, um, and it's and like how basically like there's a point where the I think Garnet narrating says that Sapphire knew everything that was going to happen in her entire life, but then Ruby made that action and she knew nothing anymore. So like that's, this is kind of crazy to think about. Um, like we know Garnet has had future vision and stuff, but she's never been able to see, it's always been been presented as she sees like possibilities. Right. Yeah. And it's just like kind of short term stuff. Uh, so like, so Sapphire can, just just saw her entire life in front of her the the strategy that blue diamond had was she called sapphire in and like sapphire told her what was going to happen and then that's just what happened um this is all i guess okay so the conclusion that i reached is that the the home world after this episode seems much more hive mind than i'd ever previously thought um it it almost seems like the homeworld gems have lit- like literal zero free will and that their behavior is just automatic yeah. yeah, which is not how I perceived it before at all. Me neither. Yeah, that's. From, I mean, from from what like per, like I don't remember what Pearl said about the home world, but she definitely like space. I don't know, but I don't know. Everybody like described it as being like cool and like great, and like Lapis was like, "Hey, I need to get back there." And I was like, "Oh, whatever." So I didn't expect it to be like worker bees. I think that this makes sense with Lapis in season one. Lapis is like, oh, I just need to do that. Like, right. That's just. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. A little bit. Well, she, like, she was also like, she was afraid of what would happen. But that was a little bit later. Um, like, like it makes. I mean, it makes a lot of sense that they like I mean, when you have something like that's ordered. And it, I mean, it's literally Brave New World. Like, yeah, well, so this functions. concept, this concept is really difficult, I think, to comprehend. I think some people listening might not agree because human like we're the only like super intelligent species that we that like exists and we also have um consciousness and slash free will so what we're saying is that the gems are similarly intelligent if not more so but they they do not have this individual consciousness like this is not this is not something that we have a concept of it doesn't like make sense in our well instance. it's like well that's i mean that's what's like Oh, I think it's weird because how we see the gems, like the gems are like us, like there's no, they're like, like us. And they're also just individuals. Like there's individual yeah. gems, right? Which is why they're rebe- That's why they're wrong. I also, like, I also think this concept is like not fully supported by this episode because we have the three different rubies like fighting with each yeah. other. How do you, like, how do you, how, it's re- it's very <laughs> difficult to wrap your mind around. Yeah. That, you know, well, I think it's, well, I think and it's exhibiting kind of like, differing personalities, right? 
Well, I think it's kind of like it's more of a not they don't want to like it. There's it never occurred to them that to be different and that it matters to be different and that there's any sort of like joy in being different. And I think that's what that's why I keep talking about Brave New World, because it's that idea of like they could be they are different, like they can differentiate between each other, like because but then. Right. So so obviously it's not actually high mind because yeah. we have two people break out of it this episode. It's I mean, it's the idea of conformity and that they're comfortable and like they ha- they never considered not being the same because and of course, when there's like 12 bajillion other yous and you yeah. all serve the same purpose, yeah. it would never occur to you. Yeah, I, I think that you are you have arrived at the correct conclusion, Lenny, because uh, maybe that sounds like I knew it already, but no, I just I, I now agree with you after what you said because this very much goes in line with the themes of the show, which is all about, um, which is all just about like how societal uh, societal norms and how society functions. So you don't you don't have to necessarily go along with that, and you can be different and stuff like that. Basically, everything that uh, like I believe in and like very tumblr point of views right and it's just it's it's like it's like the gem world represents our uh, gem world all of course represents our typical society of course and they've all they've been doing this a lot especially recently and like so them they're not actually high men you're not forced to believe it but they just never thought of not being like everyone else right um and you can and this episode presents that in a way in terms of um in terms of fusion which is like about sex and romance for them and like it and for our perspective and the way we interpret it we can see it in terms of sexual orientation and you cannot be the the uh, heteronormative norm um although of course for gems there is no there's no heteronormative because they're all this there's no gender different genders yeah so it's uh I don't know if any of that made any sense, but it's like no, that's literally this is literally the conversation I had with my friend's mom. It's so. well, this is not this is not new for the show. This is what we've been having right. for a while. So it's like, but I, I think we just need to keep in mind that homeworld represents our society and conformity in our society. Yeah. So once you keep that in mind, you can say, okay, it's not that they're actually a hive mind, and by hive mind we mean they literally just all have one mind. Like it's yeah, it's not literally a hive mind. It's uh, it's just a societal norm. Like it's like how there can be different bodies, but they all have one brain. No, they each have their own brain. They just don't. This the norms are so strong. The uh, the I don't know another word for norm. The norms are so strong that you have to um, that they just they just all followed. And like Ruby's, and you can totally see that Ruby's uh, or Sapphire's future vision, which can only see. Um, which can't like see certainties, but if they're if things are only ever going to go one way, and like for some reason gem society eliminates probability, which doesn't work, but it's we can assume that, then she would she would see the one future. Um, but then now that Sapphire is on Earth and there's individuality, um, which is interesting that Earth represents uh, a breaking of their societal norms, yet yet their world is supposed to represent our society. That's a little bit confusing. Um, but yeah, it's like once it's the same future vision. It's just once she's on Earth and there's different uh, people making different decisions, then it becomes a different uh, type of thing. And there's not just nobody, a future nobody thought differently before. Like nobody yeah. like she couldn't possibly have predicted Ruby doing like of, of completely breaking away from like what was supposed to happen because <clears throat> they don't think like it's not that's not how it works. Like a Ruby's supposed to be a bodyguard and then die or whatever like ruby was supposed to do her job and then sapphire was like yep and i'm gonna die that's how it works but there was no way but then of course you come down you have steven and pearl and all the people 
in Beach City, and it's like, who knows what's going to happen because everyone's acting independently of each other and they can do anything at any time. Any thoughts, Sam? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are talking a lot. <laughs> uh, it's so well, something I'm thinking of now is like if if gems never I don't know, we're going to get back to the episode in a second. If gems never considered um, like a, any sort of love, I don't that's not necessarily a conclusion you can reach from this. It's they never considered gems fusion. can't love. It's like <laughs> my, my, my point is like we this episode establishes that Pearl um, and Rose are first. And ha- so yep. my question is like, how does Pearl oh. break free from this before then this a big event happens and then they like establish the different gems confused with each, with each other. So like, I think we still need to see how, what, what caused this specific Pearl to like develop a sense of love that was like non-existent in their society. Somebody got to write a fanfic about that. I mean, that's going to be that'll definitely be an episode. I mean, there's already like a lot of fanfics about that, but like an actual (laughs) now that this about like this specific theory of like you can't just say some free will about it because yeah, well yeah. So in conclusion, like right, like gem society, there's just no free will because people don't think to be different. That's I think this episode is very necessary to change our perception of of how homeworld. I mean, we did we had no perception, we didn't see it presented to us, but we assume it's like us because they like us. Okay, um, so we've talked like 20 minutes and we haven't even really gotten into the, <laughs> the meat of like uh, just this, the love story between um, between Ruby and Sapphire. So the highlight, I don't know, like the intellectual highlight is what we just talked about um, in terms of the like, like they break free of like, we know that Ruby breaks Sapphire's um, perspective free, I guess. And then... What's I, I would need to read the notes, but what, so what's the conclusion that Ruby reaches at the end? Um, she's like, "What kind of Ruby am I supposed to be?" Um, she just, and then it's all about Ruby kind of gaining an individuality, I guess, um, which is kind of both what both of them are doing. Um, they're gonna so for we have to talk about there's another new uh, mythology concept introduced in terms of breaking, uh, which I don't know if we knew it was called that. Maybe we did. Uh, I, I thought I, I thought we did, but who knows? Breaking, no, like, breaking. They were going to break you. Who cares? There's tons of I mean, says Ruby. Sapphire uh, Sapphire had known every movement of her life. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. So the the storytelling highlight of of the romance that we see is the song, the duet that something, oh, act, which I'm going to guess oh, at the, ma'am. I'm going to guess at the title, something entirely new. Cause they said it twice. That seems like an easy one. Um, it's, uh, it's, these titles are never what I think they are. And, we got to wait for Rebecca. Yeah. Until she posts the demo, <laughs> then we're not going to know, uh, of them singing. And like, we see a montage of them exploring a very vividly colored earth. Uh, so, okay. First of all, love this, right? Yeah. It's great. So this the song was so the song was kind of weird because it was like actually a song at first and then it just is them talking it just like turns singing. Into yeah, yeah, it tur- <laughs> it turns into Lemis and like just talking in a musical like just everything is song. This is pretty. Is, that's kind of a striking device. The show hasn't used it before. Do we think it was successful? I liked it. Yeah, it was fine. I didn't bother me any. If you use me as like a meter of success, well, I mean, it, it's <laughs> yes. in your opinion, was it successful? <laughs> then yeah, I mean. Like, Did I like I, it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> there we go. And it's. I think it's also like these episodes are only eleven minutes. Like if it had been like a thirty-minute episode, it would have gotten annoying real quick. But well, yeah. My big question. Oh, well, that's not that necessarily that related. I agree. They they used it like just short enough. I think. Like, yeah. It was because uh, that I think that can definitely get annoying, and I don't think there's anyone who would be like, no, it's never annoying. Like, yes, it gets annoying, but it well, was. Well, people like musicals, so I don't know, like that type of musical, but um. 
like music. The question is, my question is, when we get the full song released, is it going to be like not, is them talking, singing going to be part of it or is there just going to be longer singing parts? I think probably longer singing parts. I wonder if the demo is just going to be Rebecca and Ian. <laughs> no, it's going to be Rebecca and Rebecca. <laughs> oh, if you listen to the, uh, what was it called? The Adventure Time one. I'm just your problem demo. Uh, Ian is uh, Princess Bubblegum. Oh, really? Okay. That's great. <laughs> Anyway, back to what we were doing. Ian of note still still being credited. Um I assume he will be for a while. He did leave the show in May or something. Um but yeah, I I I think they work really far ahead, so I assume he'll be credited for a long time. Um what uh okay, what else what else do we have? Okay, let me talk. Well, what other what other st- elements of the uh, Ruby and Sapphire? Was this like everything you wanted as like a Ruby X Sapphire origin story? It definitely made me feel more for the ship than I did. <laughs> same i mean before like it was just like the beta couple like it was just the the given like it was you know well uh, yeah i think i've i think we've talked about this before sam but like it's everyone was like shipping them so hard after the season one finale and my response is like these are just two new characters who we don't know like i don't feel anything for them yet because they're just new people like and since then we had nightmare uh, we had um something motel and uh that episode really did a lot to get me to care about ruby and sapphire it was keystone motel Keystone Motel, and then this episode was definitely a a big uh, a big step too and now i think i feel like i really do care about these characters so like of course the more you present them now there may be they have like definable traits like they're given in Keystone Motel and this gives them like what they were before and what they are after. Um, it's uh, yeah. I, well, I mean, what else did we get? What were the highlights? We had Ruby like blushing so hard at her that mm. she like sets the ground on fire. Yeah. Aww. So cute. Yeah. Um, I, I will say this wasn't what I expected. Why wasn't it what you expected? Like, and I'm glad it wasn't what I expected. Well, like I loved it obviously, but like what I expected was, I don't know, like, what I, when I hear origin, like, love story, like, I didn't, like, we didn't, this isn't really, this is the beginning of the beginning. And I, to me, I think that's really the, the really incredible part about it. Like, it's, like, Korosami, it's, we're seeing, like, the actual moment. Like, the end of the episode, that's the moment. Like, that's where it begins. And I really love that part about it. Like, it's not the, it, is, it really isn't, like, the love story, it's, like, the love story for the love story like it's oh the man delaney and i love just, that like, you just got me with the feels right there <laughs> like that's what it is and no, i because you, uh, you just mentioned the the thing and i was like wow <laughs> like that's what it is uh, and um, it just, i think that's really powerful and i really like and you know, that's not what i expected and it's great like this is the beginning i wanted it's not am i making sense a little bit <laughs> Like, it's hard to define what is the romance here, right? Like, because like typically in... when we're talking about a love story, it's, like, there's a definable beginning and end. And, of course, that's what's so great about Garnet's character. There is no beginning or end because it's Garnet. But here it's, like, it's not the stereotypical love story. It's not, like, it's not, it's not even, like, it's overt in that it's, like, obviously we know what's going on. But it's not, like, overtly stereotypically romantic if that makes sense like it's just them figuring out both who they are and becoming individuals together and that's what's so beautiful about it and then and, and then that's when and when they like run into rose and then like that's the beginning like that is the beginning of garnet and well, it's like it's like the beginning of garnet is when they refuse right because yeah. that, that's the weird thing with them it's like 
the the origin story of their romance is not going to be them individually together, although yeah. they were for some parts of this. It's going to be like Garnet existing. Yeah. Right. So it does that doesn't happen again until very late in the episode. Um, I love how Garnet looks. Yeah. What yeah. do we think of she, early she, Garnet design? She looks like cotton candy. Yeah. Why, why is Garnet's design different? Five thousand years ago, because I guess they're not as like they're not as like they're not they're not one yet, not completely. Oh, oh so it's not their purple; they were just red. That's what I'm telling. Like it's so I'm yeah. trying to get like it's the beginning yeah. of the beginning. Yeah. Um, like Garnet's not really Garnet yet. I wonder. I wonder if like she just has that name, or if she like came up with it. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what, I'm, that's what I was trying to figure it to her, out. Like, so, so the naming on the show doesn't make sense, but uh, yeah, if there's never been, if there's never been a garnet before, then she wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like did she just like find like a geology book and they're like that one? That's the one uh, I yeah, want. The, the, the yeah, the human yeah, just like that's... present them with like a geology book five thousand years ago, like they they, they go to the in ancient Greece. That's still so, my yeah. biggest uh, thing I need to get over. I just need to not think about it. Just that they <laughs> why would they be named you... Dylan? Our theory, and unless me and Sam's theory, which you can search for the alternate Earth theory on our previous podcast, unless that's true, then their their naming scheme makes no sense. Anyway, <laughs> um, I think this episode does raise further questions of why they look so much like humans and stuff like that. But well, we can get into that later. So let me let's go through parts of the episode because I'm missing a ton of stuff. Oh, okay. Last thing. Last. last <laughs> Neither Last thing before true. we go through specifics. This episode takes place 5,750 years ago. Um, so it's like the beginnings of the gem colony on Earth. So there's, there's I think there's... Okay, so my question is, why uh, does this... So this episode take place 5,750 years ago. Um, this is the beginnings of the gem colony, and previous information it doesn't... It says that we were here before humans were here. True. The gems say that crystal garnet says that at least, right? Um, I don't. What? When was this? I'm sure, maybe. And she says. I don't remember. Exactly. So, like, this, this is, is not on. on our timeline. This is not before humans existed. Well, this is a bad um, research paper, Dylan. You need to get a source. But but Rose and Pearl arguably could have been there. They before. could have been there for what, like the fifteenth? Humans have been here for like twenty, thirty thousand years or something. But yeah, so they could have been here for a while before. Um, this date is really interesting. The only date that this is kind of close to is like the year it is on the Jewish calendar, uh, which is 5776. That's like pretty close to what this date is. Uh, so I don't know if they chose that on purpose, but. What date is that? Like, Oh, um, yeah, though, it's, I, I, don't, I don't know what I, I'm not caught up on my uh, Jewish religion mythology, but I think it's like supposed oh, okay. to be when how long humans have existed. Right. Because that's because <laughs> it goes back to the beginning of that. So maybe that's what they're coming from. Not sure if Rebecca Sugar is Jewish or not. Doing it, Sam would know that, but she's BRB. Um, so is this is this episode claiming that humans are five thousand years old, or is this just like I don't know? I think I'm. I think this is not that important. Uh, so is I don't know. Well, this... I mean, is that? But then also, like, we know what's inside the Earth. So is that when they put whatever weird thing in the Earth? Yeah. So you also have to factor in that there's something inside the Earth, and how did? So, that. like, theoretically, they could have come before and then come back. They could have. Yeah, that's true. Like, they, yeah. ancient alien astronaut theorists. Like, that's that's what this is. Okay, let's start going through the... Uh, let's start going through the specifics of the episode. I mean, we're already at half an hour, but... Because uh, I'm not remembering everything. So, we're burying one of the biggest points of this episode, which is, like, we get the most adorable... Steven and Garnet in this episode, mm. which, which we've seen in the preview, but so we're, it's it's not new. But uh, 
we have Steven. Is Steven okay? So like this is like Steven's line in a nutshell. This represents represents his character in a nutshell. Steven says, "Is it morning already?" When Garnet wakes him up, like who says that? <laughs> Nobody <laughs> like, says that. Really? Only Steven so says that. Yeah. So cute. Uh, Garnet says, "It's midnight. Happy birthday!" Yeah. Um, also adorable. Wakes him up at midnight on his birthday. Yeah, it's, it's pretty great. And like Garnet would just be waiting there. We haven't really seen how Garnet. Maybe there's earlier in the series relates to sleep, but like I don't know. Yeah, well, that's it. Well, we know like the gyms don't need sleep. Yeah, well, they, they just, don't like, need sleep. Kind of sleep. I feel like that was more of a pearl thing, but uh, yes, yeah, cool. so it was pearl like pearl. the most adorable. And then pinching che- Stephen, like pinching her cheeks and stuff like that. Um, I also did want to point out that we were talking about how the, this episode, like how it might be different, how it doesn't relate to other episodes. Well, the other episode that's like this is when Garnet and Stephen go on their like adventure. And like Garnet tells the story, like that's how these Garnet episodes go. Like she, they're, they're always like these kind of flashback things. Uh, like, yeah, it's interesting. Like, yeah, I think this. Yeah, we need to compare this to other the other flashback episodes. That'd be interesting. Uh, so okay, what do we think of the group of rebels just being Pearl and? It's kind of Pearl's hilarious. Group. Yeah, I thought that was really funny. Like, why are they a group? It's just two of them. It's so good. It's like when it was like when I was in orchestra and we only had one cello, and they're like, "Can the cello section?" We're like, "Do you mean our one cello?" Like, can you just say her name? I'd I'd always I'd always assumed that like there were more of them in the in the rebels, and they just died off since then. Like, I assumed it wasn't just the ones who we know, like Garnet. Well, this is before the big war, isn't it? So this is before the big war, yeah. So they could have gained forces since. Yeah, that still could be true. Could be could be part of what you're talking about. How like. Um, opinions begin to change like how people begin to see fusions and like how Jim should be and that's how like the breaking point happens uh, okay yeah next yeah, next is uh, we got so I want to point out that everyone's theory was wrong which was that Sapphire was part of the homeworld uh, homeworld team that came and then Ruby was already part of the rebels not true but they're both part of the homeworld team whose theory was that that was like everyone on Dublin <laughs> literally well, everyone they're, they're dumb it was, it was, everyone on Tumblr is like no maybe. that was the I, I agreed with that theory that was the logical conclusion to draw from the episode description but uh, <sighs> yeah so Sapphire is a rare acoustic homeworld gem says says uh, Garnet which is her so says her um, with the power to see into the future three rubies assigned to her common soldiers with a mission to the fanfic is about to get ridiculous yeah just from that one piece of information I like that Ru- the Ru- our ruby was like the like the non-aggressive ruby like yeah. that was like the cool ruby so cute yeah so good. the preview like the which is like actually a leak but like it cut off like before we know which ruby it was right so um that's I, I like that it's that that was the one that was the yep, ruby same um yeah so yeah they talk about fusing but we learn that like what do we think of blue diamond being in charge of uh of this group right so they, there's we don't know what the diamonds are but everyone's like there's gonna be there's gonna be four diamonds was blue diamond very big yeah yeah did you not see her pelican i have to (laughs) read well pelican doesn't mean you're giant in her she she was on a giant pelican and like you don't even see her like she's massive like especially have we seen oh we need to like put her next to rose right and see who's bigger yeah i don't yeah also what what do you think about that theory that she was also sitting down so. Rose's uh, pink diamond. Rose's pink diamond. Yeah. I mean, if the if that, I think this episode goes a long way to supporting that since yeah. diamonds are giant, right? So and and since like, why would they care so much about this group of rebels unless they had like an important leader? And it's like, yeah. Also, she has a pearl. She's sure, and she has a pearl. Of the I think all signs point to Rose being pink yes. diamond for sure. Yes. 
Uh, also, still, like, talking about, we were talking about Pearl earlier and, like, why she's there. I'm still in support of, like, Pearl is her Pearl. And, like, then this all just evolved. Oh, yeah. No, this, yeah, this episode is totally, totally Winston. Yeah, it's, it's totally her Pearl. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Th- that was only two episodes ago that we that we learned this. this, this. Yes. So, but it feels like forever ago because. <laughs> but uh, it's Cartoon Network. Um, yeah. So, okay. We have the prediction, Rose and Pearl attack. Um, they said we are the Crystal Gems, I think. Which is interesting because there's just hilarious there's, there's, there's two of you, yeah. Uh, they the rubies fuse. Um, Rose defeats two of them. Uh, Sapphire had accepted they would fail, but Ruby would not. And then like she pushed right away, and they fuse, and we see weird looking garnet um, crowds. They never saw a fusion of two different types of gems. They call it disgusting and stuff. Um, yeah, again, out. in line with the societal prejudice, prejudice like analog. Um, Blue Diamond is upset at Sapphire. Ruby says it was her. You will be broken for this. Yeah, I don't know if... Yeah, I think we probably have used this terminology. I think in that episode where uh, Amethyst uh, comes back a lot. Um, So yeah, Sapphire jumps with her down to Earth. Okay, so that was my question. Once that (laughs) happened, I was like, were we in the clouds for all this? I didn't even notice that. I guess we were because they were walking on that. But yeah, I, know, I thought I, we were on a cliff at first. I never but, noticed yeah. those type of things. But yeah, they, how are they on the clouds? That that doesn't work. That's not well, how it's those... because, I, I don't know. Well, it's because they're crystal gems and they can like build platforms and stuff. Oh, well, no, I think it's because they're just projections and they don't have mass. Do, oh, they, they, have, do they have mass? They're holograms That's with mass. Oh, yeah, yeah, but they're holograms with mass at the classroom thing, right? So they can't walk on clouds. I don't know. Maybe they weren't New actually. Earth theories. Well, like it could have been like literally Star Wars, like the Cloud City, like Coruscant. Like I they guess just, they, like, let's say they made something. Sure. Yeah, um, that's what I'm assuming. They were going to uh, Sapphire. They're going to break you. Who cares? There's tons of me. Um, yeah, I already quoted the stuff. Uh, Ruby blushed the ground fire. What kind of Ruby am I supposed to be? Um, and then later you already did. You already saved me. Uh, I had no idea. Ador- also adorable Ruby carrying Sapphire through the rain. Precious. Precious. Um, I had no idea that's what it felt like. I had no idea you'd disappear like that. That was an interesting way of phrasing it. That like we, we know that that's how fusion works, right? That you just become yeah. a different person. Um, it's interesting how they frame disappearing as like like a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, never had a third eye before. I never had more than one. Uh, we talked about the song. Um, and now you, you now you're here forever. We're here together. Oh, and then we they do the uh, the kind of the I don't know what to call it from uh, stronger than you. The, I like that. That was really nice. Yes. But yeah, I literally no idea what to call that thing <laughs> in music terms. Um, and then they Just dance keep, in like the rain. Uh, it, it, it was really honest. colorful, and they're dancing, and then they fuse again. I got really emotional when they were dancing. Like it was intense. Now I just need to see the episode again. Um, I was uh, the Rose and Pearl. I was someone and I didn't know who Rose and Pearl come. Rose Quartz, the leader of the rebellion, and her terrifying renegade Pearl said the voiceover. I think it's, it's, <laughs> Which is, so funny. Is, is Pearl supposed to be terrifying? Like, is that, is that how the home world thing is? It's like, it's, like, it's like having like a terrifying chihuahua. Like, it's literally <laughs> what Pearl is. It's uh, yeah, really funny. Um, how you feel is much more interesting, says, uh, oh, yeah. That's what Rose Garn- just said that to Rose. And yeah, that's what Rose said. Rose about. just appears to be like perfect. It, this no, episode not doing good to shatter. It, no, is, is, is this episode is not good in, for supporting my Rose is actually a jerk theory. Yeah. Um, I will say that Rose was not a jerk this episode. Right. <laughs> not as big of a jerk as you could have yeah. been. <laughs> yeah, that's what that was. Yeah, but sometimes Rose appears and it's weird, and then other times Rose appears and you're like, you're literally perfect. How? 
The more we see of Rose, the less it's plausible that she could have just been a bad person, but like a charismatic one. And that, really, yeah. yeah, which is which is kind of what I th- I still think that's what they're going to go. For. I mean, hello. Look at Steven. Like, well, Rose is going to be flawed at some point. Well, well, yeah, that's true. But Rose is Steven is Rose. So that's yeah, like, and Steven is literally Steven perfect. Is literally the per- most perfect. <laughs> like yeah. literally actually perfect. Fun Steven stuff next episode, I guess. But um rather be i'd rather be and do this than everything i was supposed to uh how is ruby able to alter fate why was sapphire able to give up everything what am i don't question this you already are the answer and steven's like what was the answer love wow i knew (laughs) so So cute yeah that ending was really good i also like steven's like i knew that yeah yeah Yeah. so so great what do we think of this ending the answer is love like, well, I knew oh, that already too. Yeah. Also, like typical Steven Universe, perfect, so good. This is what I'm here for. Yeah, me Feels. too. I literally just got a garnet, like it's like made of love shirt, and it just makes me happy. Mm. Random, not a random question, but like it's like okay, do do homeworld have homeworld gens experience love? Do they have a concept no. of love? Would uh, when does Garnet identify what she has, what what she is made of as love? I assume it's after this. Like I assume yeah. at the time she doesn't know what's that's, happening. That's what like this is like the beginning. Yeah. Like this is the start. Well, and it? of course, I think that's what's interesting about the timeline is that clearly now that they've been together for so long that everything like that's what's so great about this episode and having a flashback because a lot of, and we complained about this a lot in Avatar where we would like find out new pieces of information and they kind of contradicted things, but this. Like, given the timeline and everything we already know, nothing contradicts. It's great. Like, it, everything makes sense. Like, uh, how well, she is the way she is. Like, the timeline, like, based on the timeline, how long the group has been together and, like, everything falls into place. The Garnet stuff makes sense. Yeah, I think we were talking about a contradiction with the Homeworlds of your fusion. But, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, we already, tr- like, basically pieced out probably what's happening. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I need need to see it again. There's a ton here. Pretty pretty packed episode, uh, but I think I very much liked it. I think it's probably top ten of the show, but we'll see. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, uh, this I forgot to say this was written and storyboarded by Lamar and Katie. I believe this is their best episode ever. I would have to. I don't know. But uh, of note is that Hillary and Lauren did too far, and like I think that's one of the top episodes. Um, and I think it's really encouraging to see non Joe and Jeff storyboarding teams like having incredible episodes. Like, if every episode is the potential to be incredible, then the show can, you know, yeah, much improved. Next episode also written by and storyboard by Lamar and Katie, which is interesting. I don't, I never know how does that work because like these are clearly in order. So how do they just have two in a row? I don't know. Anyway, last thoughts, Sam, on this episode. It was cute. I want to watch it again. Yeah, right, right, right when we're finished. Like right now. Is it is it up already? I don't know. <laughs> well, I didn't record it. I'm a little upset with myself. Oh, yeah. It, it'll be. It'll, the Tumblr will find it soon enough. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, we'll be back tomorrow to discuss uh, Stephen's birthday. We have some whole, we have what's going on with Stephen's gem. We have Stephen and Connie. We have all this stuff to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. interesting. Okay. Yeah, we're going to do some stuff. I'm Dylan Eisen, the same quattro, Delaney Stovall. You can find more about this podcast at overlyanimated.com. You can support us at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to our current patrons, Shayna, Mitch Cordell, Beatrice, Nate, Andy, Jamie, and Rachel, aka Haina, Fever Mitch, Cordell, University, Beatrice, James, Buzz Like Your Mailman, and to be determined, probably tonight. Sam, yes. Sam, yes. Wait, wait, Rachel. Wait, yeah, you Rachel. Start, Rachel. Start thinking. Oh, my God.
God. Start thinking. Rachel, okay. I don't know who you are. She watches I've... Steven Universe, Gravity Falls, Rebels, and now Ruby. Uh, and yeah, but yeah. Right, Rachel. Um, I don't think there's actually, any Rachels on the show, so on... I'm gonna I'm gonna be on the podcast tomorrow, so I will get oh, back oh, to you, Rachel. Get back to you. Okay. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back tomorrow. Let us know what you thought. I'm sorry this I was rambling a lot, but this was a lot to process, and we did it right afterwards. Uh, yeah, a lot of thes, which is annoying, but. Cool. <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. We will see you tomorrow for the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.